I started recording because I feel like today's going to have to be a short episode. Shit's chaotic here and everyone just went for a walk. I didn't realize what time it was already. Friends apart. <sighs> What's going on? Oh man, you sound stressed out. It's um, It's been a challenge. There have been some ups and downs. Mm. Is it the first time yeah. you guys are hosting um, for Thanksgiving? No, last year we hosted Thanksgiving and Christmas back to back and made all the meals and everything. So this has actually been less stressful, even though there's a newborn and a five-year-old. What? Why the fuck would you host both? That's just a suicide mission. We're the only ones who have a house big enough for everyone. So Which sounds like a flex, s- but that's not... <laughs> <laughs> It's not, that's not why I said it. It's, it's just the fact everyone else, like the, it was one person lives way too far away and the other, everyone else, uh, has a smaller home or like not a smaller home, but like the living room and the kitchen are not equipped for, uh, lots of people. I mean, yeah, sure. I just, you know, I also just constantly tell people, um, that my dick's just bigger than theirs. I mean, it's it's not a flex. It's just that, you know, other people's dicks are just smaller. So Look, it's just fact, you know? Yeah. I mean, you can't fight fact. It's not it's not malicious. Opposed to my dong, like that it's shit's just like, malicious <laughs> as fuck. It's aggressive. <laughs> uh I yeah, no, it, it's I, been I crazy. Call it my one-eyed devil. Um yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so how many how many people's in your house right now? Just just set the scene for me. All right. So, um there are four adults two children, three dogs right now. And that's just one group, one family, but they stayed the night mm-hmm. because they're the people who live far away. So they came a day early and they're going to stay a day after too, mm-hmm. which is fair. Um, and it's good practice for me to, uh, to handle a baby. And uh, in, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I mean, what's, what's it going to um, be like uh, four months? Yeah. they're probably three, four months from now. Yeah. I mean, that's going to be my life. Damn. So uh, it's good, good practice. Um, then you're gonna come to then, other people's houses and make it uh, smell like diapers and baby puke. Yeah, yeah. And what I'm gonna do actually, I think, is uh, I'm gonna like hide a diaper somewhere, and then oh, see fuck. how long it takes them to notice. Like I'm just gonna tuck it up under like a, a shelf or something in a closet maybe, and then see how long it takes for them to be like, just like that part of the house just starts to stink, <laughs> and then. And then, but how, and then how long it takes to connect with me. Oh God. <laughs> and then I'll be like, ah, I got you. And they're going to be like, uh, get out of my house. I mean, <laughs> there no must be friends. people that this has happened to. I mean, be it coincidentally or not. I mean, uh, you know, someone like, you know, you're in a hurry. Maybe you're at someone's house and you're planning on, I don't know, going to the zoo and, uh, your, your kid just shit itself and, you're like, oh man, time for that old diaper change again. Let's just, oh fuck, there's no, there's no bin here. So, oh man, where are we gonna put the diaper? Yeah, just set it aside. We're gonna take care of it later. We're gonna take it outside. Behind the Holy Bible on the bookshelf. <laughs> of course, I knew it was full of shit. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's. It, this must have happened in the past, and, and then oh fuck, you just get up there to you know take care of of the room of the guest room uh like change the bed and everything and, and it's like fuck what's that smell what's this? okay probably the it's just like the lingering smell of 
baby. Uh, <laughs> and they just assume, but then like it's been three months now, and there's no way that a baby smell lingers <laughs> that long. And then when they inevitably find it, I'm just gonna I'll blame it on the toddler because <laughs> he just took the diaper and just just yeeted it through the room. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Brady that shit through a wall. <laughs> oh man uh, yeah so what's going on with you man how's it going uh yeah i i sent you some pictures uh yesterday you did. from so uh, my band we we did a uh music video shoot um we prepared everything on friday so uh our drummer he's a um i actually don't know the the english word for it the, the people that build walls like with bricks and stuff. He, he's a bricker. Mason, a mason. So. <laughs> okay, a bricker. <laughs> so he's a he's a mason. Yeah, stone uh, mason. Well, yeah. ah, fuck, Freemasons. Yeah, that that makes sense. Okay. Mm. Um. So. <clears throat> he, uh. So they've got a big warehouse, and what he did is he he put up um like a huge scaffolding and uh put some like black drapes over it, and uh this made for just a just a great set so um i i was really really worried because it was initially it was my idea to do this video which was <laughs> let's just say a reckless thing to do uh being that i've never shot a music video <laughs> and i i mean i know how to edit videos but i mean i've never done a music video so um yeah there i was pretty f- full of myself on this part so <laughs> i'm not sure how this is gonna work out but um when I saw the set, uh, most of my worries kind of faded. Um, I yeah, it looks pretty legit. Like the backdrop kind of dissolves, and it's just kind of like a spotlight with steam. Like it looks, it looks pretty good yes. actually. Yeah, we had like yeah. three uh, scanners, so like um, like quickly moving lights basically um, above it, and uh, we had a fog machine, and we had. Um, like uh yeah softbox lighting and stuff so it, it was pretty cool we had two dslrs to film um older ones though so the the, the quality is it's going to be a black and wi- white video in the end anyway so it's not oh, right. it's not going to be you know that uh sensitive to when when it comes to you know like the colors and and maybe th- there's definitely going to be some graining because of uh the the bad quote-unquote lighting it's just very difficult lighting and those are not cameras yeah. made for filming those are cameras made for taking pictures so yeah, yeah um i screened most of the material today it looked quite uh quite good um some of it is yeah for some of it the frame rate is just fucked because of like the uh, strobe light that we had um oh yeah and that just completely messed with the sensor and just uh yeah just just fuck well, up the frame those rate. those DSLR are like they shoot like the old school TV TV format I think like where it gets like 20 29.4 frames per second or something or whatever it is. Yeah, it's possible. I don't know. I'm just going to set it to like uh probably 20 24 FPS anyways in the end. No, that's what TV is, yeah, 24 um, FPS. Yeah. So that's probably what I'm going to set it to because uh it was an old DSLR and an even older one that I used, and um, so I'm I'm not sure yet about like 
how to how it's all gonna come together. I have a rough plan in my head, but um, it's definitely gonna be be a journey to edit everything. Um, last time I worked with Adobe Premiere and After Effects was like ten years ago, and mm. so I don't know how those programs have changed, and it's 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 gonna be interesting, but. Um, when the, and I'm deliberately saying when and not if the, the final, (laughs) the the final product uh, is done, uh, it's definitely going to go on YouTube and I'm definitely going to include the link, um, here on a podcast. Uh, and yeah, so, so I hope it's, it's going to turn out well. Um, if any of our listeners has like experience with, you know, video editing and stuff, um, let us know, you know, Twitter at friends apart pod. Uh, just hit us up. Um, <laughs> maybe you got some great resources to you know learn how to do this this stuff. But yeah, I'm just I'm just gonna give it a shot, and it's gonna be a lot of trial and error. And let's see. So that yeah, was it's gonna be yeah. It's gonna it's gonna come together. It's gonna work out. I think yeah. that's it. Looks really cool. So I Mike, I a couple of questions. I I've never really filmed a music video, and I always wondered if uh, people actually lip sync or if they are actually singing and playing guitar. So, to yeah. of the background audio. Obviously, you to play the drums to make them look realistic, you have to play yeah. it. But like, I don't know if they're actually singing or playing guitar. Yeah, so the way we did it is, um, because I know how fucking... What kind of fucking assholes um, YouTube commenters are. Uh, our our singer and, and uh, guitarist, he initially didn't want to include any cables. But I was like, <laughs> dude... <laughs> Just to egg him on? Dude include cables i know that the first youtube comment is going to be like oh why is there no cables even though it's clearly a studio recording overlaid but yeah anyways so the way that he did it is actually he lip-synced it um but the the playing so obviously the amps were turned off so there was no sound it was only the sound of like the monitor box uh with the playback um which actually included a click track so uh because oh cool that's nice yeah because the the so the song this particular song starts with um just a guitar riff um which is played in quite a quite a a weird rhythm and without the click track our drummer would have no point of reference where to start and neither would we so we put the click track um over it uh just for like two bars prior and then throughout the whole song and uh, we we did play, so we did play for real, like every time, um, but obviously without sound. So the amps were not turned on. But apart from yeah, that, yeah. yeah, that was that was kind of the way it was done. And uh, yeah, we had some. I think there were some pretty cool shots that we included. Um, that yeah, I'm just gonna have to see how how it's all gonna come together. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's pretty sick. I think there's a, there's a lot of bands who just end up doing music videos where they're just jamming together in like a white room or in the middle of the desert or something. Mm. I like to think that they actually just play the song be, um, and then have either like in-ear click tracks so they're all on time or something like that. Because it looks badass when they're just mm. when they looks like they're actually playing. But uh, I don't know. so the reason why this this probably wouldn't be the case for most of them is because a lot of songs, including ours, like ours includes like a um, basically like a break in the middle that is mm-hmm. um, like a like an evil laughter, pretty much. Um, <laughs> and you have to like 
laughter that like our our singer does and then there's a defined break and then uh it's our drama who after just a while starts like one two three four and then the intro riff begins again and this break is something that if we play the song live or when we do it in a practice room we mm-hmm. um this break always changes it's never exactly the same oh i love that i love when they do that so that's that's how we played when we play it live now the issue is that obviously we we played a little differently than it is on um on the actual studio recording so that's why we had to have the studio recording play over it um to make it match for later on in the video because otherwise it wouldn't be uh in sync and we mm-hmm. would just you know be slightly off all the time and it's just it always annoys me when I'm watching music videos and they're supposed to be playing it in a video and I just see that they're just playing not exactly the same in sync. Yeah. As it is in... Or they never uh, really like zoom in close enough or there's too much movement to really tell. Yes. Which I guess is kind of like one of the tricks that they do. They're thrashing around, making it look more like they're on stage or something. We we did that too. So we we included like close-up shots of every one of us Um, and... So basically, the video is split in two parts, uh, with the second part having more fog or smoke or whatever you want to call it, and um, uh, like moving quickly, moving strobe lights. Um, and there were some shots that looked absolutely fucking sick afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first part is with like fixed lighting, still still fog, but it's not as dynamic because it's like the, the like the the story arc pretty much that just builds up and like the suspense builds up to the second part um so we had to shoot everything twice pretty much mm-hmm. um and we include a lot of close-up shots as well um of the people playing it um and since obviously i'm in a video <laughs> it was a bit it was a bit tough because my girlfriend she she did most of the close-up shots um and i did the ones from our like of our drummer because that's ver- I just had a certain way in mind that it needed to be. Yeah. Um, because the drummer is pretty much the one who like um, he starts the breaks and he you know it's it's a very integral part of the song what the drummer does. Um, and our drummer is like he's a fucking machine. He's definitely one of the best drummers that I've ever worked with. He's just amazing. He's an amazing player. But he also like he does all the cool like you know like drumstick flips and spins and, and all that stuff mm-hmm. and and it just looks very authentic and very very cool so um yeah and the other shots so my girlfriend had to do them she did an amazing job like she just the, the mere fact that like she puts up with me being like <laughs> you know so friday evening from like 8 p.m to like 12 we were out there it's like a like a 30 minute drive to this warehouse um just building the set and then the next day coming back at like 5 30 um in the evening or well afternoon and staying there until like 1 a.m um and she puts up with all that shit and and like films and stuff she was just amazing so um without her this wouldn't have been possible because there would have there wouldn't have been anyone to film the shots that I couldn't film. <laughs> so it would just be all static shots and that would that would suck. 
So without her, there, w- there wouldn't have been any way for us to do that. And um, yeah, so uh, now I just hope that, you know, again, the cut turns out decent and the edit. And uh, yeah, let's see. Maybe I'm just going to send all the material to some guy on Fiverr. Just <laughs> Yeah, see what happens. Pay him a couple of bucks. Just put, it, put it through like one of those filters that turns it into a cartoon. And then like... <laughs> and no Uh, i i could just send him like the like without sound just a clips then send him like a lullaby and be like (laughs) so my band and i we play like children's songs um so could could you could you edit this (laughs) it's possible (laughs) and just see what happens yeah oh god yeah, all this talk remind, uh, has me um, kind of pining for uh, live music again. It's been, mm-hmm. I feel like it's been almost five years since I saw a band what? in concert. Like a good band that I that I know that I listened to and then I like saw post their tour schedule and went to see. Yeah. Uh, it's been a long time since I saw that because I, there's just, there's something about that energy that is just so, yeah. it's so epic and it like, at least for me as a guitarist, I don't know how people feel who aren't musicians, but like yeah. I maybe I like we listen to music that is that appeals to musicians. So mm. when we go to when we go to a show like that, like at least for me, I get so inspired to want to go play afterwards because it's one thing to listen to the music, but then see it performed. It it has like this extra extra energy that it yeah. just that really lingers uh, with me afterwards, and I just really miss that a lot. What was the last band that you saw? You remember? I I I can't remember. Um Actually, okay. Um if I trace it back, I think the last band I saw in concert was probably Disturbed. Oh, really? I you told me you were uh, quite uh, you were quite disturbed by them. Okay, I've seen Disturbed twice. Yeah. Uh, once was at the uh the Rockstar Mayhem Festival and that was like, okay, let me let me just lay down this lineup for you because it is a pretty epic lineup and a lot of these bands were like up and coming new names at the time so it wasn't it didn't seem like a big deal then but it is now so yeah. it was um machine head damn. airborne damn um five finger death punch damn Ma- mastodon dragon force disturbed slipknot what the fuck dude that is an amazing yeah. lineup like probably yeah. Okay, Mastodon, I could, you know, take it or leave it. I don't care that much. But the rest of the band, like, especially Machine Head and Slipknot, like, what the fuck? Yeah, and Airborne kicked my dick in. Holy shit, yeah, they were amazing. I feel, yeah. And I'd never heard of them, but, and they were handing oh, really? out, like, free beer. Yeah, never heard of them at that point. And huh. I saw them, and I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. Um, take, take a guess at which band was the worst. Disturbed. Which, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember that because was, uh, you've you, you've told me that. Yeah, but but go ahead. It's okay. It's, but it was it was yeah. it was only so. Um, let's just say sometimes artists do things in the studio which they can't deliver in a live performance, and I think that's not their fault so much as poor planning, maybe or poor mm-hmm. preparation. Because obviously, if you can do it, if a guitarist can play like a fucking sick ass solo yeah. be, while recording it with practice they can play it live yeah and dragon force let's just say they they were like mcdonald's in the 90s 
where they had like awful, awful hamburgers that were all squished and disgusting and didn't look anything like the picture that was on the menu. Uh-huh. And and then took took their that criticism and feedback and improved and decided to start practicing and wearing proper in-ear monitoring so they could hear themselves. Yeah. And they started being able to play all of their music live. Lo and behold. Yeah. And and the funny thing is like uh, God, I, can go, I can talk for ages about this, but like how they're all really spit up in the studio. Um, there's a hundred other bands I could list that play more complicated and faster guitar than yeah, they yeah. do. It's just the way it's presented. It sounds harder than it is. Yeah. Um, but they obviously can play it. And uh, so then they did. They improved and they became McDonald's of the of the 2010s where all of the food comes exactly as it's presented. And yeah. um, uh, Except the filet of fish that's still just ex- a letdown. <laughs> It's still a it's and still that's a box disturbed. Of <laughs> and disturbed. To their credit, the guitar was awesome, the drums was awesome, mix was awesome. David Drainham, um, I don't know if he was like lacking ear near monitoring, but let's just say he his Okay, there's two things that was a real bummer. The first thing was that they opened with Down with the Sickness, and I was like, Yes, yeah, start strong, my man. And uh the opening sequence was literally ooh ah 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 ah. <laughs> wait, wait a second. Is it was it was it something like like this? <laughs> there was some, uh, <laughs> there was some random guy at karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> did this <laughs> yeah yeah that's literally what it sounded like and i was like my and my i'm like not a huge disturbed fan but my my friend is and we looked yeah. at each other and he was just sullen his face sank and he was like wow <laughs> but then the worst part was when he started singing it was completely toned of oh there was no and like i don't know how their system works whether they all have independent tech or they share the same monitoring yeah. system or whatever because like the rest of the bands had no issues and he came on and he was like with this. i mean the, the, the way that it usually works is that like the mixer um just basically at the like mixing deck he would i mean for them it's all like uh like wireless right so um, yeah, yeah. He, he would just plug in the transponder. Um, yeah. At, at the mixer itself, and um, this would go for all channels separately. I would imagine, um, mm. because everyone needs to hear themselves a little different, right? So probably they have like a general mix, and yeah. uh, then just themselves. And it's it's highly likely because I mean I've heard this guy sing at least you know live performances on YouTube and, uh, and I mean stuff, he can, obviously he can sing but he I mean that's can. such a letdown dude. Uh, okay, well so let me let me just like yeah preface it then. So uh, the second time I saw them, yeah. they were much much better. Yeah, okay. it was a smaller venue. It wasn't in the middle of a field with like an erected stage. It was at like a, um, it was a you know, fixed auditorium that was outside and um, it was a flaccid stage. Yeah, it was a soft, flaccid stage, uh, and I saw that concert was um, the what are they called? Um, okay, Avenged Sevenfold was there, and then it was Disturbed, and then 
uh, the people hailstorm hailstorm oh, opened okay. for them and, mm-hmm. and then i mean that was the first time i heard hailstorm and mm-hmm. she fucking has a an amazing voice mm-hmm. uh and then it was uh, avenged sevenfold touring for their nightmare album and yeah. then uh disturbed and disturbed was much better the second time so uh it, i think it was just a bad circumstance whatever yeah it was fine but <sighs> oh man a long time that ago. sucks did i ever tell you about the time that i went to see bob dylan no yeah so must have been hmm. yeah 10 11 years ago i think pretty much um i'm not a big bob dylan fan i think i'm i'm the kind of bob dylan uh maybe let's say enthusiast <laughs> uh, you like tangled up in blue <laughs> yeah it's it's the way that most people enjoy bob dylan it's like you know his songs and you mostly enjoy the cover versions of that um, <laughs> <laughs> i mean let's be honest knocking on heaven's door dude i mean now knock it on heaven's door yeah i, I don't know the original i've never heard it there was <laughs> kind of like that yeah but it, you know so i acknowledge that he's a brilliant songwriter i yeah. would also lyricist, acknowledge incredible lyricist yeah so all of those things are definitely true however i went to saw him, uh, to see him in uh, salzburg in uh, austria and I remember, like, one ticket was 120 bucks, and I mean, that's a lot. That That is a lot. And 120 euros? Yes. And yeah, that's a fuck ton of money. Yes. So, um, I was like, okay, well, you know, whatever. Um, it's Bob Dylan. And you know he's not got Lady Gaga, like, dances and, and like, pyrotechnics. It's just a guy on stage. Exactly. Exactly. That's a very good point. You don't exactly pay for the performance. But what I, yeah. what, what, what I would wager is you pay for his drugs. Because, um, yeah, yeah. dude, I've never... So, I, I think he's been in the music industry for so long. And he must have played probably tens of thousands of gigs i would i would i would guess Mm, mm -hmm. um he said so i i went with with my stepdad and uh, his brother-in-law and uh both of them are like way way bigger bob dylan fans than than i was i just knew you know the the most popular songs like tell me where the flowers are and not gonna have a stall like that stuff and my like maybe maybe half an hour in to the already very much delayed uh performance it, it was delayed almost an hour which you know it's just it, you know he's just sitting in the room talking and they're like bob you're on he's like yeah yeah i'll be in there in a minute exactly and you paid <laughs> 120 bucks for that so anyways um like 30 minutes into the performance my dad just he looked at me and he was like hmm is it just me or do you not recognize any of the songs? And I'm like, yeah, well, I mean, I, I kind of recognize some of the lyrics, but they definitely do not sound like the songs. So mm-hmm. it was basically Bob Dylan. Uh, I, I would imagine I didn't really see him because it was that far back. It was just, it was also just a weird, because I mean, you and I, we used to like metal concerts, right? So yeah, this was I, this was a concert with just you know some plastic chairs set up. Yeah, uh, in a in a big hall, and, and that was that was kind of it. And it was like I don't know, maybe like a thousand people, 
just sitting there. And I barely saw him on stage, and he was behind his piano, and he was mm-hmm. blasted out of his mind. <laughs> like, I don't, I, I can't even begin to imagine what it must have been that he must have taken. Fuck, he was, he was in another dimension. And um, so all of his songs were just random improvisations on the actual songs. And it was just unrecognizable. And after mm. like one and a half hours of him, it wasn't even one and a half hours, it was maybe an hour of him playing. Mostly piano and then maybe one or two songs and a guitar and that was it. Yeah. Um, we, we left the concert hall and all of us were just bummed out. Like everyone. It wasn't just like us free. It was everyone. Was it just leaving? It was weirdly just silent. Wow. Everyone's like, the fuck was that? We I paid d- okay, 120 bucks I'll for that. I'll say <laughs> I didn't even know he had a lot of piano-based songs. Like obviously, Piano Man. Yeah. No, that's no, that's, that's not even him. That's Elton John. No, that's not Elton John. It's that's fucking Elton uh, John, dude. Oh no, I'm thinking uh, about Cat Rocket. Stevens. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking that's about, Cat I'm, Stevens. I'm thinking about Rocket Man. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, Piano okay, Man. Okay, I didn't even know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. That's Billy Joel, know, by the I, way. <laughs> oh shit! It is. Oh <laughs> it my sucks god. So much. Oh, yeah, on, music. Look okay, look at the music buffs we are. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, while you were talking to, I remembered which the last concert I saw, and I don't. I saw two while I lived in Ottawa. Yeah. Um, uh, I saw Protest the Hero, Ooh. and they, and it was for their, uh, it was um for their Skrillex album. Uh huh. And uh, it was fucking awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um they do a good ass show. And it was before the drummer and the bassist left too. So like it was like prime protest the hero. Nice. But um and it was, so I don't remember which came first, that or um it was the contortionist intervals and periphery. Mhm. Damn. Um and like that was like also fucking incredible. Like periphery, I am so 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 happy that I got to see them live. Yeah. They they pro- okay probably the best live show I've ever seen was was them and like they played perfect they had all of this like you know like between songs like sort of atmospheric transitions and it's yeah. not just like a concert where they play their songs it's like a show yeah but that's an that's ambient the, atmospheric show that's kind of I imagine it kind of like um, architects because I, I I went to see them live like two years ago. And mm-hmm. it, it was probably what you're describing. Like you had the song, and I mean, Periphery does that a lot as well. And Architects obviously does it like even more so. Like you have those like synthesizer-based, um, like just at- atmospheric mm-hmm. stuff in the background, anyways, throughout a lot of the songs. And the transition yeah, in between is yeah. yeah, that was just even on the album, dude. It was so good. Yeah, yeah. I I would imagine. I'm so jealous. I like Protoster and Periphery. I need to see them live, but they barely ever come to to Europe. It's I don't know, pr- probably because they're not big enough. I would guess I don't know. They but. do go, but I mean, just not like now. Now it's just not happening. Yeah. Or, it's, or it's like when they go to Canada, they go to Toronto. 
Yeah. That's their Canadian stop. And then there's just no, no chance. Yeah. Um, the one band that I missed out on uh, while I was in Germany was Symphony X. They were playing a show in like... I don't I don't remember where, but it was like mm. a three-hour train ride or something mm-hmm. from, from Ulm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was going to go. Um, it was just just random like but i I just i didn't Mm. i didn't want to go by myself no one else wanted to go so Mm. yeah it's i know that feeling because for example slipknot they barely ever tour in in uh, germany um metallica the same and both of them i could have seen in 2016 i think both of them toured and i got invited but because it was a broke-ass student i just didn't have the money to go and mm. I still just hate myself for that. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. No, but like um, coming back to what like the point you initially made about the energy of um, concert and how you experience that as, as a musician. I think that's a very good point because obviously you and I cannot imagine how someone experiences music in general uh, when they're not a musician, you know. Um because I think for us, a lot of times your your mind just automatically goes to the place of okay, um, like that was a sick lick or like the drum fill was mm-hmm. was amazing or something. Like you automatically kind of deconstruct the music. I think, um, not in a usually not except for you know you want to learn the song. Then of course it's different. But if you if you just listen to the song, you kind of already deconstruct it a little, and. For me, personally, it makes the song a lot better. Like, I couldn't imagine not doing that. Um, like, this yeah. is one, there's one part in, um, well, obviously, the most famous song of, of Architect's Doomsday. There's, there's one part where he, like, screams in a way that is so... I don't know how to, how to, how to express that. It's... Well, it is very expressive. It's not just it's it's the kind of scream that Chester of of Lincoln Park did in like his prime. We could like full of like anguish and desperation and all that stuff. And I hear that and obviously all the emotion and the musical context is just great, but then as someone who is currently learning how to do these kinds of screams, I'm like mm-hmm. how the fuck is he doing that? <laughs> how and um i think that's also with guitar it's the same you you listen to that stuff and you're like how is he playing that that's mm-hmm. not like that's not possible what, what the fuck and you you just as a musician you hear that stuff and it amazes you even more and that's why oftentimes i catch myself replaying the same song over and over and over and over again sometimes just for that like one particular sequence of like a couple of seconds maybe I'm like, fuck, yeah, that's just, (laughs) that just hits the spot, you know? Um, And I think for non-musicians, that feeling is kind of the same, but without the deconstruction of it, you know? Mm -hmm. It's it's just, there there is like a, like a, like a part of the song that like just tickles that itch. (laughs) There's just what you need, but you you don't really know why, I think. That's probably the, the difference, but... Yeah. Okay. Have you ever listened to an uh, a band that like on paper, all all signs point to it should like stimulate that part of you that's like this is awesome, and then 
but you're you're listening to it and there's just there's nothing. Your response is just like flat, like technically on paper the guitar is epic, the singing is good, the mixing is good, and but just for some reason just the overall package just doesn't tick that box for you for some reason and you're listening to it and you're like okay i'm Mm. bored of this already (laughs) have you ever had that experience i think it's less that you know a band would check all those boxes and then disappoints me it's more that certain albums of that band do it so for Uh, example the last beartooth album and also the honestly the last architects album they were like it sounded a bit poppy also the last um uh, Protest the Hero album was was kind of the same. It, 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 it's a little different, yeah. Because they shifted priority from like the the. I mean, we've 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 <laughs> written like exchanged a lot of text about that, um, but it's a uh, they shifted their priority from making it an overall music experience to just focusing on the vocals, which are mm. amazing. But they've they've gone into a more like I want to say maybe epic way like like you know like a yeah it's less um it's le- uh how how do I metaphorically like it's all, less l- all of yeah all of the instruments aren't raised to the same level in terms of like presentation yeah, yeah. certain things are given priority but what really bums me out too is like. That bums me out. Like, obviously, circumstances is completely valid. But, like, when bands lose... Sorry about that. When <laughs> bands lose certain uh, members... So, like, Protest yeah. the Hero lost lost their drummer to... Like, he went back to, to college. I think people are arriving for Thanksgiving. <laughs> so, I'll have to get this short soon. Yeah. But I think, like, Protest the Hero lost their drummer to... I think he went back to college for, for a trade school. Yeah. And then their bassist moved on to do something else. Um, and, like... You can replace those members. Like, people can play drums, yes. Yeah. And they can play those previously written songs live. Mm. But when it comes to creating new music, there's a certain synergy that comes with certain... Like, everyone has a unique approach to something when they hear, like, okay, here's this guitar riff. Now write a piece of... Write a drum passage over top of that or a fill-in. Everyone's going to have, like, a different approach to that. So even though they're a very skilled drummer and they are able to replicate songs from the past when it comes to writing new music for instance especially with like volition um and um palim set from yeah. protest the hero like so in volition they got the drummer from lamb of god mm-hmm. to to record the drums for the album apparently mm-hmm. they were already written so that they didn't have to like create new stuff but for volition uh or not volition palim set all of yeah. that Palimpsest was uh, all written by the new drummer, yeah. and like you can immediately tell, he's incredibly skilled, but it's different. Yeah, and the bassist is different, and it's like the sound changes. Same with Dragon Force when they lost their singer, mm. uh, and they got a new singer. I think the new singer's better, but it's just a different sound altogether. Yeah, and it kind of bums me out a little bit because I really get attached to that sound that drew me in. And that's yeah. just like the new one's just not delivering for me, even though it's still very good. It's very rare that bands pull this off, like Monuments, for example. They pull it off because they got uh, Andy uh, Chizek, I think it's pronounced, who's just yeah. like, he must be one He's of got the... got a mo- voice, man. Dude, like such a voice from such a tiny person. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's he's just brilliant, and uh, yeah. he also very much fits into the vocal spectrum that they had before. So I yeah, think right. um, the change isn't that big. But I definitely know what you mean, like with Architects when they lost their um, uh, guitarist, unfortunately, to cancer in, in 2016. Um, he was responsible for the biggest songs that they had, like Doomsday. And uh, you can't just tell that their sound... I mean, it's normal that over the years the sound just changes and the stylistic just, you know, nuances yeah. change. But um, you can tell it's not the same. And I definitely know what you mean, even though it's still the same band. It's just... It's... Something's lacking. And I always yeah. feel bad saying that as someone who... You know, I'm playing guitar in a band because the old guitarist left. So mm -hmm. th that's, and I play my own solos when we're playing live. So, yeah, um, obviously, in accordance with, you know, what our band leader had in mind, kind of, but I played my way, and there's, there's more technicalities in there, I think, than there were before. Um, mm -hmm. And just stuff that I like to play and that I enjoy playing. Um, so it sounds a bit different, but yeah. Anyways, yeah. One, one, I mean that's. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no. I was gonna say. I mean, it always it, like you said with monuments. Like mm. it doesn't. It doesn't always. It's not always for the for the worst. Like for instance, also, the Veil of Maya is a great example of a band that I personally didn't enjoy. The very dry like screaming only vocals from mm -hmm. their first two albums but when they got the new singer to come in for the um the album was like mikasa or something mm -hmm. i can't remember um that and then the newest one i that that like the, the vocals just changed everything for me and the new their new music is just absolutely on point yeah. but the old stuff is a little bit less accessible for me so sometimes it's for sometimes it's <laughs> i like it better sometimes it's uh, for the worst for me, so I don't know. It's, that's it's actually a, fascinating. That's actually a very, very fascinating point because for most people, and it, including us, usually what we tend to say is their old stuff was better. So I think it's just yeah. it's, it's very cool. That's like actually the first example that I've ever heard of someone saying like uh, I didn't really like the old stuff, but the new stuff really gets me. So mm -hmm. um, I think that's cool, and that's also what I imagine if bands change their sound. What always happens is that, you know, fans that have been there from day one basically uh, are like, oh, I don't enjoy the new stuff anymore. It's too poppy. It's not my kind of thing. But yeah, at the same time, they, uh, you know, reach a lot more normies. And <laughs> no, but they reach a lot more uh, new listeners. So I think it's 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 okay to do that. And yeah. Uh, there's there's a great German uh, rap song actually by Alligator, who's a very famous German rapper. Um, it's in English would be called My Band, and he's basically uh, singing about a guy who locks his favorite band in his basement and um, <laughs> makes them play the same songs over and over and over again, and uh, he doesn't want any <laughs> he doesn't want anyone else to enjoy. Um, the band's new stuff um because That's they're <laughs> because they're his band and they're not supposed to change and not to supposed to make a living off the music and and stuff so it's and then we yeah. <laughs> and then we have we have that and then we have me and my wood so <laughs> that's <a laughs> that is a very both the original and christmas version 
Fair enough. Okay, buddy, cool. So uh, let's cut it here. You enjoy your Canadian Thanksgiving. And um, yeah, so next week uh, we're not going to have a podcast, actually. Because right. I'm, I'm going to go to uh, Hamburg with my uh, lovely girlfriend. And we're going to uh, have a nice weekend there. And um, yeah, so next week we're off. Um, you, I'm, I'm going to undo your shackles and you can <sighs> go about your business again for, nice. for one weekend at least. Uh, then it's right back to the sweatshop, okay? <laughs> back to the acid mines with you, okay <laughs> okay man cool so uh yeah uh, i hope you guys enjoyed this very specific music episode because i imagine that uh i mean we're already uh catering to a niche audience and um talking about niche bands like protest hero and periphery is probably uh not doing us any service at all but whatever i hope i you would took say s- minus the names it's there's you know the generals generals still apply yeah, probably. I, I, and if not, uh, yeah. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I, I Go listen so. to them. It's great. <laughs> okay. Cool. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, follow us uh, on Twitter at Friends About Pod. Um, shoot us a mail at Friends About Pod at gmail.com. Uh, thanks, Jason, for today's episode. It was cool talking it. with you. And uh, so we talk to each other in two weeks again. And I don't want to see any message from you until then. Okay. All right. All right, cool. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye.